Welcome to Revival is Here Again with Apostle Goodhart. God is about to speak directly to you as this message is guaranteed to impact your life. As you listen today, expect that God's Word has been sent in your direction to bring about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me to receive God's Word through His choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart O. Equeme. Still standing, Romans 14, let's read very quickly verse 17, this part number 2, joy in the Holy Spirit, part number 2, Romans 14, 17, AMPC, and then KJV, and we'll be on our way. Let's begin with Amplified Classic. After all, the kingdom of God is not a matter of getting the food and drink one likes, but instead it is righteousness, that state which makes a person acceptable to God, and heart peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Somebody shout a big amen. 1417 KJV for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. For assignment, joy in the Holy Spirit part number two. Our Father and our God, it is truly unto you and you alone that we are gathered tonight. I beseech you once again to take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven. Place on the lips and the tongues of clay of your seven sons that will come to your people on side online with the thus said the Lord. Cause my mind to be nimble, my thoughts to be agile, heavy to go beyond my study, memory and contemplation and move every man, boy and girl under the sound of the voice of this preacher from where we are to the place called destiny. With us always that the glow be yours as your church is edified and devils terrorized. Let Jesus alone be glorified. In Jesus' wondrous name we pray. Somebody shout a victorious amen. amen. Please be still in God's wonderful presence. We begin by underscoring the point that the kingdom of God is expressed in three ways. What you may call a tripod that holds the kingdom. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. We're going to see that these three forces are very, very powerful. And these forces are brought about in the life of believers through the agency or through the instrumentality of the Holy Spirit. Number one, righteousness. Nobody can really be righteous except by the workings of the Holy Spirit by the blood of the Lamb. It is the Holy Spirit that comes into your heart when you say yes to Jesus and recreates you and makes you a brand new creature. Thus, you can stand before your Father in heaven without a sense of guilt nor condemnation. Very, very powerful that we can stand before God without guilt. It is because of the blood of Jesus Christ and by the agency of the Holy Ghost. Number two, Nobody can really enjoy true peace. Not the peace the world offers, but the peace that only God can give. The peace that money cannot buy, treasures cannot buy, 
the peace that the Bible describes as the peace that passes all understanding. Only God, by the agency of the Holy Spirit, can give that kind of peace. The Bible says, as a matter of fact, that there is no peace for the wicked. So the wicked cannot have peace. You may have cars, houses, money, trinkets, bangles, jewels, all of that. But without God, nobody can really have this brand of heaven's peace. Jesus said in John 14, 27, that I leave you with a peace. I paraphrase the God kind of peace. My brand of peace that nobody in the world can give. So Jesus, by and through the Holy Ghost, makes available this kind of peace. We saw three dimensions of peace. Peace with God, peace in God, and peace of God. Paramently, what I address today is the peace of God. And that really has to do with a revelation of redemption and what God has made available. We see in Mark 4 an instance where the master got on the boat and spoke to the disciples, let us go to the other side. In between where they began and where they're going, a storm arose in the midst of the journey. And the disciples were panicking and frazzled and worried. And said, Master, care us not that we perish. And he was at the hinder part of the boat, resting. And I say to you, Jesus Christ, rest through your storms. Hallelujah. You may be panicking, but the master is in your boat. That's why when you go anywhere, ensure you invite Jesus with you. Praise God. Oh, the wedding and the cattle of Galilee. Uh, they were wise to invite the master, Jesus, and his followers to that wedding. Otherwise, uh, they would have suffered great embarrassment in the wedding ceremony where uh, they ran out of wine. But because Jesus was invited in the ceremony, what should have been shame became glory. Likewise, the master got on the boat. And in spite of the storm they face, because Jesus is in your boat, because he's in the boat of your finance, the boat of your health, the boat of your marital death, the boat of your academics, guess what? It's not about to sink. Hey, say a big amen. Why? There is a peace that insulates you from the storms and the billows of this life. Saints, listen. In spite of what is going on around us in Nigeria, God wants the saints, the elect, to enjoy peace. In spite of the evil news you hear, killings here, kidnapping there, all of that is designed to steal your peace. But listen, as long as there is peace within you, listen, ultimately the things around you will have to surrender to the peace that is within you. I believe when Jesus rose from sleep at the hinder part of the boat and he spoke these words, peace be still. I want to believe he spoke first and foremost to the peace within the disciples. Because until there is peace within you, you will not experience peace around you. And many of the turmoil around us is simply because we allowed the water to come into our boat. But listen, as long as there is peace within you, everything around you will submit to the peace within you. Submit to peace, be still. That's an address and an admonition and a warning to your storms and your billows in the name of the Lord. The peace of God that passeth all understanding. You can have it. You can walk in it by revelation knowledge. Shout hallelujah. Jesus said in Matthew 11, 28, 29 and 30, Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest or I will give you peace. <laughs> 
Nothing can give this kind of rest or peace but Jesus. And he said, you must come to me. You must come to me. Not your economy. Not the banker. Not the doctor. The lawyer. You come to me. So when we come to Jesus, we come to receive his brand of peace. And I really want you to believe it is possible that you can be in a boat and there's storm around you, but there's peace within you. Peace be still. Hallelujah. The Bible declares in Psalm 46 verse 10, Be still and know that I am God. You see, God seeks to be known not in your chaos. Oh, he will come into your chaotic moments. But listen, he will turn your chaos into rest. Oh yeah. God will not come into your chaos and leave you chaotic or your environment. No, he will turn your chaos to rest. Said, be still and know that I am God. We get to know that God is God if we are willing to be still in our hearts. Shout it again, man. Glory to God. The third thing we see, the kingdom is joy. Joy. And as we study the scriptures, we find that joy was one of the best kept secrets of leaders and victors. Let me say it again. That joy is one of the best kept secrets of victors or those who were triumphant in and for the Lord. Our patriarchs understood what it means to be joyful. Joseph was in prison on a certain day. And whilst in prison with other inmates, he saw the countenance of his fellow prisoners uh, cast down, forlorn, and, and not looking so, so good. He said to them, said, why is your countenance like this? Why are you so sad? Because Joseph understood that if your countenance is sad, you'll find it hard to receive the intervention of God. As long as Hannah went to the temple and all she did was to complain, she wanted a child, but she didn't have a child. She left angry, she left complaining, but I believe there was a certain time she came to Shiloh. And the Bible says that her countenance changed. Ah, yeah, yeah. The moment her attitude changed, oh boy, her altitude began to also change for good. Saints, if you really are desirous for God to take you to the zenith of the altitude he has reserved for you in this year, 2022, we must determine that we're going to end this year joyful. Your amen is revival. I know some of you are already thinking, what have you done for me lately? Listen, you can breathe in and breathe out. He's done a whole lot for you lately. There are those born on the same second, hour, minute, day, year. They're not alive anymore, but you're still standing in life. Hey, he has done all things where? Cattle, left nothing or not. Listen, God has done you no wrong. He's done you no wrong. Rather, he's done everything well. Mark seven thirty-seven. He has done all things well. Left nothing undone, cause the blind to see, the deaf to hear, the dumb to speak, the lame to walk. That's your God. Listen, if you lost anything this year in levels, guess what? I can tell you who it is. The devil comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. But listen, if you haven't lost everything, guess what? God has been on your side. Hallelujah. 
And the beauty is that for everything that remains in your life, God kept it so that you can thank Him for it and that He can restore the rest. You didn't hear me? Oh, yeah. Let me say it again. It's a show of mercy that you lost some things, but not everything. Let me say it again. It's a show of mercy. You lost valuable things, valuable time, valuable networks, money, whatever it is. But guess what? You did not lose everything. And because there are some things remaining, if you praise God for the five low, I feel like jumping. And the truth is, guess what? Your God is going to breathe on what is remaining. And a miracle of multiplication will take place in the 12th month. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible declared they began to share and share and share and share. 5,000 men were fully fed, not counting their wives who are more in crusades, not counting their kids. It was said historically there were possibly at least 15,000 to 20,000 people on that crusade ground. Guess what? After all were fed, there were 12 baskets. Listen, there were no remnants. No, they were overflow. It wasn't what they ate and they spat out. No, sir. It was more than enough. Kandagaba. The God you serve. The God I serve is a God of more than enough. He's a God that blesses you to the overflow. Press down. Makopa. Shaking together. Hey, yeah. Running over. I prophesy to you in the 12 months as you praise God for your five loaves and two fish. Get ready for the overflow. Press down, shaking together, running over. Somebody shout overflow. You are coming into the realm of what? Overflow. Overflowing joy, overflowing peace, overflowing right standing before God, overflowing money, overflowing health, overflowing power, overflowing rest. Somebody shout overflow. My God going to harass the devil tonight. Shakata parakata. Twelve months. It's no month to play with. It's a month of your harvest. Let the people praise God. Let the nations praise Him. And then the earth shall yield her increase. Akomarataka. Elevaratus. Otoperesis. Hekaparosa. He said the earth shall fear Him. <laughs> what God is said to do in your life from the 12 months to the year of G.O.D. I, I feel, I don't know whether you're listening to what God, something is happening here. You see, what I sense right now is that God is getting a people pregnant not just for the 12 months but for the year. If you open your spirit, the word coming is to inseminate you with pregnancy for the year, the year of greater open doors. Ayah, the hinge is turning. I said the hinge is turning, baby. The hinge to cities, they're turning. The hinge to nations, they're turning. For your business, for your company, for your enterprise, for your sound, the hinge is turning. The hinge, not just a door, greater open doors. Akataparanekete, hello boy. I can tell you Satan is on the run tonight 
He's on the run from you. If, if he could, he would have kept you from coming to church on a night like this. If he could, but it's too late. Your It's too late. Your water is breaking. Your baby will be born in December. December is yours. Pray in the Holy Ghost for one minute. Receive the download. Receive the download. If God be for you, who can be against you? The Kabbalah, the Korean declare God is on my side. I must end this year well. No crisis, no casualty, no death situation, no death circumstance, no death children, no death spouse. We will live and declare the work of Almighty God. Something is happening. Somebody is being crowned for 2023. In the nations, receive it. Mantles for 2023. Can you receive a chain of visions? Open your mouth. I receive what? A change of seasons. No more dryness in my finances. I'm sick of being sick. I'm tired of being tired. Oh Lord, change my season. A cooperator. Little man Change my season. Let them that laugh at me now begin to laugh at me. But what you are doing from tonight? If I were you, your spirit would be open. This is no ordinary service. There are days and there are certain days. Change of season over me. A reset. A reset. A reset. Heaven's agenda for running and home in the nations. Righteousness. Peace. Joy. In the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 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 This force of joy is amazing. Hallelujah. The enemy knows what your joy or what his joy can do against him. Jerusalem says, if the devil cannot succeed at stealing your joy, the devil cannot succeed at keeping your goods. You didn't hear me. I'll say it again. He comes with a threefold mandate. John 10, 10. The thief does not come when he comes, comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. He's the thief. When he comes, he says, whatever he steals, listen carefully, he cannot keep as long as you maintain your joy. 
Listen. The whale had to vomit Jonah. Eh? When the Lord spoke to the whale, the whale vomited Jonah. Listen. When you maintain your joy, Satan will vomit what he stole. He will vomit lost years. He will vomit lost time. Vomit lost opportunity. Why? Your God is in the business of restoration. But you must keep your joy. Let me say it again. If the enemy will not steal your joy, he lacks the power to keep your stolen goods. That goes to you now, right? Yes. So you're being joyful when he thinks he stole will make him return your goods. I'll give you a Bible. Proverbs 6. When a thief is caught, it's Bible. Who else can be the thief of Satan? When he is caught, sir, he is compelled to pay minimum seven times. You have faith, ask for 30. Faith, 60. Faith, 100. Have faith. Deuteronomy 111. 1,004. According to your faith. But at least seven times when he's caught. And the thief is caught by your rejoicing. That's why Paul said, in prison, rejoice in the Lord again. I say, in case you didn't hear, my brother, my sister, again I say what? Rejoice! Can you rejoice? Can you? Can you? Can you? Can you? Can you rejoice? Can you? Can you rejoice? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The songwriter said, I know the grace. I only be praise. That means when somebody is really praising, to the normal eye, it be like say it decrease. Akonono godo, you're still very calm, psychedelic. You're still cool and calm. I not decrease. I just a praise. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, 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 just a praise Hallelujah! 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 Listen, this is the way to end the year. Don't say, eh. don't let depression bullet you. Shake it up. You are too quiet for, for, for God to use. Close mouths are close destinies. He said concerning Jesus' prophecy, He was led as a lamb to slaughter. He kept his mouth closed. Why? He planned to die. He came to die. He was born to die. <laughs> but devil depress you. Shout! Stop it! One small headache. You say, no ma. No, no. 
There's no normal headache. I told him, no, no. I keep it. Shut up, shut up. It's the devil. Yeah. If you're around me, be me. This is uh, in my story. Hey, stop it. In the name of all, I take authority in Jesus. Don't keep quiet. He's just, he's, he's trying you. Are you at home? Oh. No, sir. Those who want to die, they, they don't talk. He was led as a lamb with his mouth closed. Why? He planned to die. Do you plan to die before the time? No. Psalm 107 verse 2. Let the redeemed of the Lord. What? Keep quiet. Say so. I will live and not die to declare the works of Almighty God. Your mouth is not for feeding alone. To eat, no sir. It's for creating and destroying. Proverbs 18.21 Death and life. Your mouth. Master how to use your mouth. Don't use the death to kill yourself. Use it to kill the devil. Judge wickedness. I judge you. I judge wickedness. Boomerang. <laughs> Every stone roll back to sender. That's judgment. Speak your body, your mind, your health. health. Declare that your organs are being renewed day by day. <laughs> There's something about learning to stay in his presence that refreshes you. They that wait upon the Lord shall what? Renewed. There's a spiritual technology for renewal of strength. It's for anybody who waits, the old or the young. The youth get tired. So youthful exuberance is time, is time bound. So whether you're young or old, once you learn to wait, your youth, your strength will be renewed. Nehemiah 8.10 Be the joy of the Lord is my strength. Higher. Tony, the joy of the Lord is your strength. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is my strength. Higher. Take a level One of my mentors, he's ever smiling. He's always smiling. And as him, he said, do you ever face trouble? He said, I don't know. They may come and go, I don't know. But his secret is always rejoicing. If you're with Papa, in 10 minutes, say, praise the Lord. I said, but that is a secret. You can't say, praise the Lord, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, and be angry. You must rejoice with him. <laughs> yes, talking like a man. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, praise God. I said, what's this thing? One of his secrets to rejoice. Hmm. Can we pray in the Holy Ghost for two minutes? Let's ask for the Lord to steer the spirit of joy. It's a spirit. Join the spirit. We must be joyful. Isaiah 12 3. We draw water from the well of salvation with joy. With joy. Ask for the spirit of joy. Baptize me, oh God. With the spirit of John. Help me, Lord, to make it a lifestyle. Not a sermon and a message. Help me, Lord, to make it a lifestyle. To rejoice again and rejoice in the Lord. Can we address joy thieves 
In the name of Jesus, we arrest every joy thief. The thief of ingratitude. The thief of ingratitude. We arrest you in this house. In the name of Jesus. Help us to count our blessings. To name them one by one. And see what you've done. Not a mama and complain. And join the complaint commission. Help me, Lord, to live a lifestyle of gratitude. Thanking you, blessing you, honoring you, praising you. The Bible says, A merry heart doeth well like medicine. It's medicinal to rejoice. Proverbs 17 22. A merry heart, a merry heart, joyful. I am a Rajik. Will receive grace. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Please be seated where it says talking. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. On Sunday, we began to challenge ourselves on the great need to learn to pause and to ponder. When you hear the word Selah in the Psalms, simply means pause and ponder. I think sometimes we're too busy with life. We don't take moments to think and then to thank. And you know, the enemy has a way of getting us engaged with all kinds of activities. To keep our minds so busy, we don't have enough time to pause, to ponder. Just Mayer said that she believes in enjoying everyday life. Because life in Christ is not meant to be endured. It's meant to be enjoyed. Pause to just thank God that you can breathe in and breathe out. That you can smell. You can touch. You can tell wood, plastic, paper. What is hot and cold? It's a blessing. <laughs> for a moment, just close your eyes in your room and just walk around for just two, just two minutes. Then you become grateful that you can see just doing this, just doing this. Say, hey, now, wow, is it how it is? Ah, yeah. I thank you, Lord. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. It will surprise you pleasantly what God has done for you. Thankful, grateful. Pause and ponder. But the enemy wants to show us in his mind what your God hasn't done. Say, stop it, Satan. I'm still standing here. He has done all things well. You know, when you respond to the enemy's accusation of God like this, he backs out. So, uh-uh, you believe like that? I say, I believe. In fire to fire, he's God. Hallelujah. So we see an amazing scripture in James 1. We see again, now we move forward. Very powerful scripture. James 1. One, two, three. Let's just says, consider. AMPC says, consider it wholly joyful. James 1, 2. Consider it wholly joyful. My brethren, whenever you are enveloped in, uh, yeah, or encounter trials of any sort, or fall into various temptations. Verse 3 says, be assured and understand that the trial and proving of your faith bring out here there's three things based on AMPC endurance 
steadfastness and the patience. So, test, you rejoice. It brings out patience, endurance, and steadfastness. It says, but let endurance and steadfastness and patience. Hear this. Have full play. And do what? A thorough walk. Remember the journey began by the enemy bringing tests and trials. But God said, if you add something to the test and trials, it will turn for you as testimony, as triumph. What? Joy. Thorough walk. So that you may be people perfectly and fully developed. Hear this. With no defect. Lacking nothing. Somebody once said, when men throw lemons at you, receive it. Add some sugar and get lemonade. Hallelujah. So, so what they throw at you, uh, while they're meant for evil, if you add joy and the right attitude, it will talk for a testimony. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Father, thank you. I was praying with a dear daughter sometime today and I, and I realized and I said again just dawned on me in a new way that the test people go through in life usually is indicative of where their ministry lies and the enemy is fighting them. Kenneth Hagin three diseases that could have killed him easily 1617, almost packed up. Heart disease, blood disease, one other disease. But he found the answer in the scriptures. He bounced back. And for over 60 plus years, he said, I, I don't know what headache feels like. I don't know. Can you imagine for 60 years? 60 years. If not lock, 10 years, okay, not lock. 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. He doesn't know what headache feels like. And by him, God brought another dimension of light to the body of Christ. In several areas of scripture. Why am I saying that? There's something the enemy is fighting you over. Your finances. You're probably designed to be a massive giver. You're struggling to rob two pennies. That will be your calling. <laughs> oh boy. When the likes of Pastor Biba will teach on healing. There's passion. It's not just scripture principles. Passion. Being through pain and difficulty. Very empathic of those who are going through that. Why? She is back from the grave to help others to be out. Apostle Paul said, we comfort you with the comfort we have received from the Lord. When did you receive comfort? When well, you are going through pepper. Do you hear me? I'm telling you, my brother, my sister, you're going through something that you come out of it all. As Jesus said to Simon Peter, you will come out and you strengthen others. Don't give up. Don't give in. Your mess is designed to be a message. It shall be so in Jesus' name. I said it shall be so in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Ah. Why should I be joyful? Remember, by the way, Psalm 30 verse 5. Mm. Weeping may endure for the night. But you know what? Comes in the morning. Now, joy 
is doing two things there. Number one, joy will help you endure the night season. Yeah. Joy. Joy. To help you endure your night season. When others are wondering how you survived. <laughs> what you survived. <laughs> if you show them your picture five years ago, are you for real? If you saw my picture five years ago, are you good at you live there? You live in that house? What you call carpet was my own is, is linoleum. We call it carpet. Just to help our, our ministry. It's, it's, it's rubber. Lino, that's where I lived when I got married. Yours truly. So for real? For real. What am I saying? He brings you out for you to go back and bring others back. Out. Joy will make you be in a mess. But you're happy being in a mess. Have you seen those who are going through pain but they're laughing? Are you okay? He said, I'm very okay. I don't feel it. <laughs> See, don't crazy. Hey, I don't crazy. I don't look for Jesus. <laughs> Let me be practical. There's some of you, if the picture of the house you came from were to be shown on the screen here, we may not believe you're the one. But you're smiling. <laughs> you're just, you're just, you're, you're, you're bouncing in the Lord. <laughs> Done. Bouncing the Lord. But it's one hole that looks like a lungu, but you came there. Why? The Jesus in you knows that place is too small for you. You laugh as though you're in the palace because you will get to the palace. Oh yeah, you know it. You know, I don't know about you, but I've seen people, oh boy, honestly, I'm being sincere. I've seen people who, forgive me, don't misunderstand me, but they were born in a disadvantaged background. If you come to my office right now, you will see a black boy, young boy, maybe two, three or four, five years old, born in South Sudan. My friend who's a pastor there sent me that frame picture, you know. It's in my, my office. But you see, this boy is dark, urban, but his teeth is white. And you can see he's born in an environment of abject poverty, but I can see royalty in him. Am I making sense? You can see this boy is going somewhere. Irrespective of the circumstance of his birth, there's royalty in him. What am I saying? Joy, when it's active, tells your environment, you must vomit me. You must vomit me. Born on the so-called wrong side of track, you must, I don't belong there. By virtue of my spiritual DNA. <laughs> And you live that way, you talk that way, you believe that way, one year, two years or more, trust me, you'll be out of it. People wonder, were you ever there? Oh, that's my story. That's your testimony. Somebody shout hallelujah. Give me three fire baptized hallelujahs. Come on, Roger. Clap your hands, all you saints. Shout to your God with the voice of triumph. Ah. I see you come out from where you are. You are coming up hither. As the word from the throne said to John the divine. Come up hither. I speak to you. Come up hither. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Levels of favor. 
levels of power, levels of anointing, levels of strength, levels of glory, levels of grace and mercy. You walk in, come up, either. You don't belong where you are presently. Sir, your address is changing. Whatever it means to you, take it. My address is changing. <laughs> Can I say it again? Your address is changing. There's coming a change of location. Because your location will dislocate you and locate you. For some, one contract. You know, personally, I've come to catch a revelation. There's no ugly girl. Now package it. Nobody ugly. I've seen pictures of women before Pepe, after Pepe, and I said, oh my God. Oh my God! What happened? Packaging. Huh? Pepper, pepper. And in the same token, there are no ugly men. That man that is very brief, five two, you laugh at. Ekonono yada ganon dekelia tabaka, sir. Pacific. On his wedding day, you'd be surprised at that small man. There's a six foot model by his side. The guard. Man like this. What? I said, oh God, how you doing? No, leave that matter. Help a rest. From my biological tribe, I'm from Hebron. But from where I came from, the book. No, no, go there. You see, I've seen some businessmen, eh? good heart and sons, no degree, oh. no go school, standard six. But by the time you go marry, now doctor misses good heart and sons. What did happen? So, there are no ugly men. So, women, before you despise that man, take it easy. He's going somewhere. May God by his mercy change your address. Ah, your sister and sister. I said may he by his mercy change your location. Oh. Can somebody clap your hands? Can somebody rejoice? Can somebody rejoice? We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Ekweme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life, and we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.